This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good Friday to you. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday afternoon. And uh, we continue our focus on our election, our upcoming election, just a little over two weeks away now. And the ballots uh, very likely in your mailbox by now. And uh, if not, they'll be there soon uh, because they were mailed out this week on Wednesday, I guess. The uh, auditor put them in the mailbox. And one of the names that will be on your ballot is Dan Purdy. And he is running for county executive here in Whatcom County. And uh, he's on our show today. Hi, Dan. Hi, Joe. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Great to have you. And Dan will take your calls, your questions, comments, uh, what what's concerning you, and uh, and answer them, in, in a, I'm sure, in a straightforward and honest way. <laughs> well, uh, so Dan, first of all, well, let's let's get this cleared up right out of the bat. Are any relation to Brock Purdy? No, but I really wish he would stop beating my Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, okay, all right, we got that set. Okay, well, they, they, you know, they they did all right. Your your Eagles did okay in the national in the the uh, uh, national conference championship game last last year, I guess, against them, but. Uh, they sure did, but then they lost to the Jets last week. So who knows, Joe? <laughs> I know. Who it's, knows? it's a topsy-turvy season. All right, so no relation to Brock Purdy. But uh, tell us about yourself before we get, uh, go to calls here. Sure. So I am from Linden. I have a wife of 19 years, and I have three teenagers. My youngest daughter loves to ride horses around Whatcom County. My son, Ethan, and I, we like to ride mountain bikes over on Galbraith. And uh, my eldest son, Danny, is uh, really involved in soccer. And so we just love enjoying the lifestyle out here. Um, we're particularly fond of Semiyamu and the bay and uh, Samish and paddleboarding and so on. So when the winter hits, which I'm hoping it's going to hit real soon with uh, deep, deep powder, we might, you might find us up there on uh, Baker okay. making some turns. What's, uh, what about your professional life? What have, you, what have you done? So I've worked for five Fortune 500 companies. And I've also owned and operated four businesses in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, today, I work for a, a, one of the largest small business advisories in North America called Cultivate Advisors. And they have about a billion dollars of client revenues under management. And we simply help small businesses grow and scale. All right. And what, what inspired you to run for county executive? You know, my wife and I came to this county uh, many years ago now, and we absolutely love the combination of outdoor lifestyle with the combination of people, the um, proximity to Canada as well. And we found a wonderful church, and we just love being here. Um, what's changed recently, however, and this could be you know pre-COVID, during COVID, and then post-COVID is that there are several issues going on within the county that are very concerning to families just like mine and probably like many of your listeners. All right. Well, um, I was going to ask this question, so let's we'll bring a caller in to have him ask this question. Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. You're on with Dan Purdy here on KGMI Connects. Yeah, thank you. I just have one question for Dan. Uh, if he is elected county chair, executive chair, uh, do you have one thing you would take care of first uh, as a priority one? And I'll hang up and listen. All right. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Um, may I give you six? Because okay. I recently released my 100-day plan 
my campaign team is calling it the Dan's plan. So oh, okay, yeah, the Dan plan. Yeah. So um, number one is actually creating an actionable plan to tackle homelessness in Whatcom County. And if I can give you a few more, Joe, sure, it would also include implementing targeted crime prevention strategies. I want to make it easier to do business in Whatcom County. I'm seeking to improve the safety conditions of our current jail. I also want to take an executive review of Whatcom's permitting process and then establish an emergency response fund. All right. Well, let's start with the homeless. You, you, you began with a couple of issues that seem are pretty intractable here in our in our community and, and very difficult to deal with. And we're talking about the behavior of other people, of, of, of human beings. And so let's start with homelessness. What what kind of a plan do you have in mind or uh, you know, how would how would this plan come to be? Yes. And of course, all of these issues that we're going to be talking today, Joe, uh, they're all multifaceted, complex, and they require comprehensive solutions. So there's no magic bullet here. Uh, we need to bring together a host of stakeholders and collaborate on these particular topics together. Uh, but from my perspective, what I feel needs to be done with the homeless population is we really need to have a really strong outreach program and then also get serious about intervention and treatment and work our way towards recovery and restoration. What, um, well, as far as treatment, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's bandied about quite a bit, but um, any, uh, as, you know, anybody who's had experience with addiction, uh, especially with some of these powerful drugs, but even with alcohol, it really is up to the person who, with the addiction, to decide that they're going to get better. They want to get better. And I guess, how does, uh, I mean, how would a plan move them toward that? Yeah, so for sure, we have to have folks that are willing to go into some services and to want to be helped. Uh, what we're finding right now with homelessness is that there's several different views. There are people who are homeless for a variety of reasons, and we've already identified what they are, right? Uh, your viewers, or rather your listeners, and, and we all know that it includes poverty and affordable housing and uh, substance abuse disorder, and, and it goes on and on. Some people just are, on, are falling on bad times. But there's also an element of our population that are just choosing not to live by societal rules. And I think that as a as a, as a people in Whatcom County and as Americans, we need to become intolerant almost of people living below their full potential. We, I want to see humans live up and rise up to their absolute maximum opportunity levels and such. And, and for folks who are just happy to live uh, this parallel society and otherwise, it really needs to be addressed. How do we how do we communicate or get across to those folks? Uh, because that's what I see, too, is people that uh, even if there are shelter beds available or or there are services available, that they're just they want to be they want to do what they're doing or what they want to do. And they don't want to be told. And I don't know. Is, is there, a, you know, in, in your mind, is there a way that government could move them toward that uh, that goal that 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 you talk about? Not only is it government, Joe, but I think it's also some of the uh, other organizations that are out there that have baked this into their DNA, whether it be a faith-based organization, an NGO, uh, some type of charitable organization. Uh, there's lots of folks that can come together and help individuals uh, realize their true potential. 
What about actual housing? Does the county have a role in that, in uh, affordable housing, uh, helping that area, or even, um, you know, tiny homes or, or temporary housing, that kind of a thing? Yes. And of course, some of these uh, have several issues and sides to them. Uh, I, I know that there's several arguments out there, both pro and con the tiny home. Um, the pro is, hey, an affordable house. It's a place to clean up. You get some shelter. Obviously, you've got some security and some safety. Uh, that's the, the, the positive argument. Uh, the, the con or the other side of that coin is if somebody is in a position where they're addicted or they're uh, needing professional help or support, um, that's just a, a really quiet place for them to continue poisoning their bodies. All right. Let's real quick. Uh, well, we got time before we have to take a break. Dan Purdy is our guest. He's running for county executive here in Whatcom County. And uh, Doug in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Doug. Hi, Joe. And, and uh, thank you, Dan, for uh, participating in this uh, conversation. Uh, you mentioned earlier about uh, people living up to their full potentials, and, and I agree that, that folks that are homeless aren't living up to their full potential. But I would also add that uh, billionaires aren't living up to their full potential. If, if somebody's chasing money, um, there's a problem there, and they're not living up to their full potential. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Well, thank you for the question, Doug. Uh Full disclosure, I'm not a billionaire, so I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> but um, You're not Lyndon's sole billionaire, huh? Okay. No, nor do I aspire to be. <laughs> I just want to, I want to help love and serve people here in Whatcom County. That's what I want to do. And, um, but, you know, speaking specifically to homeless folks, I think it's really important that we have job training, we have skills training. Uh, looking back over my own career, uh, you know, there's ups and downs in everyone's life. And the, the biggest benefit that I had was, em, was receiving empowerment from others and empowering others as well through owning businesses and such, and then educating myself. Um, I went on to uh, you know, get a college education, and from there, there was an opportunity to get a graduate school education, so I got my MBA. Uh, that opened up a bunch of doors through that education process, and then ultimately, I was able to get some certifications and, and um, things like that. Uh, for billionaires, I'm sorry, Doug, I just can't talk to their their mentality, but I would agree with you that uh, chasing one thing, whether it be a substance, a dollar, um, you know, some other passion, we need to have a comprehensive life. And I wrote a book about that called Fires. Okay. Uh, fires. Okay. What, tell, tell us about your book real briefly. Sure. And I'll tell you a funny story if you want to hear more, but sure, um, maybe it's sure. on a break. So FIRES is an acronym for Financial, Internal, Relational, External, and Spiritual. These are the five topical areas that I believe all humans wrestle and struggle with throughout their lives. And so this is a story of personal strategic planning, and it's like a workbook. It's available on Amazon.com, but I'm not promoting it. Okay. But I will say that when I launched it uh, back in 2017 – I had just edged out Pope Francis in ninth position, hmm. to which he did not notice at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, congratulations. Well, well, we'll take a quick break. We got Rich on the line. He's got some thoughts for you. And uh, your calls are uh, welcome as well. Dan Purdy, our guest, he's running for county executive here in Whatcom County. Our phone number is always 360-676-5464. Back in just a moment. 
here on KGMI Connects. Looking to improve your comfort and save money? Start with your home's largest energy consumer, your heating and cooling system. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO of Barron Heating, AC Electrical and Plumbing, with a check-all-the-boxes solution, the Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump. This compact, all-electric system utilizes energy-saving inverter technology to efficiently heat your home in winter and keep it cool during the summer. Delivering year-round comfort, the Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump is environmentally friendly, exceptionally quiet, and maintains consistent temperatures. Plus, you can save up to 30% with the 25C tax credit. Right now, Barron's Same as Cash offer allows you to make a difference with no out-of-pocket expense. Pay no interest and make no payments for 12 months. Lock in 2023's prices and pay nothing until next year. Save energy, save money, pay later. Why wait? Call Barron today about the innovative Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. Hear that? That's the sound of winter on its way. It's wet, it's windy, and ice and snow aren't far behind. This year, be ready for the Northwest's winter weather with a 24 Subaru Outback from Dewey Griffin Subaru. It'll keep you and your family safe no matter the weather with all-wheel drive and an all-new standard safety package. Plus, up to 32 miles per gallon fuel economy. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low-carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. Sold to bidder 126. The November Consignment Equipment Auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is scheduled to begin on October 28th. The auction will be held online. Consignments are now being taken until the auction commences on October 28th. Meridian Equipment selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel. Visit meridianeq.com today to consign your equipment for the November auction. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and our guest today is Dan Purdy. He's running for Whatcom County Executive, and he'll take your calls, questions, comments, concerns. And, uh, Dan, we go to the phones, and uh, Rich in Ferndale joins us. Hi, Rich. How's it going, guys? Very good. Hey, Rich. Hey, so the biggest problem we're facing here is the drug problem. That's... That adds to the crime, the homelessness. How many? How much less homeless would there be if there was no drugs? You'd probably you'd slash it in half, I'd imagine. And like everybody says, you can't make them get treatment. But we don't say that about other criminals. We don't say that about thieves. Oh, they don't want to stop stealing, so we're not going to put them in jail or try to help them. 
we got to have this mandatory detox. You know, you get a choice, jail or detox. Uh, Gavin Newsom has a plan along those lines. It's called Care Court. I don't know why you'd have to set up a separate court system, but when they do this, you take them to court and say, hey, you got to get cleaned up. We'll help you. We'll counsel you. We'll detox you. And, and like you said, training and jobs and this and that. That is the root problem to so many things we're seeing with the jail being full. It's just basic start thing. So could, could, could there be new rules made so that the county and the city could go into private property without having to sue the property owner like Mr. Fleetwood said yesterday? It's kind of like cutting a lawn with a pocket knife. You have to sue the uh, foreign owner to go in there and deal with this scourge of a problem. Could, could, was there a way to change the county code to make it easier for law enforcement to deal with this stuff? Dan, any thoughts on that? Well, it sounds like it might be on the legislative side, uh, but I can tell you that one of the things that I'm very concerned about is the public safety of Whatcom County. Um, my role, I see my role as uh, protecting citizens and whatnot because I would obviously be working with the sheriff's department very closely as part of the role. And, and for that, that means supporting law enforcement with increased resources and training, and then also addressing homelessness, increasing mental health services. Uh, it is so important that we take a look, a holistic look with the, yes, si- the small cities and with Bellingham and then at a county level to develop a strategic plan based upon a comprehensive vision, mission, and, and what are our core values and beliefs anyway? You know, what problems are we trying to solve? Because oftentimes when I look around the county, I, I feel like you do, Rich. I feel like we're all working on a different problem. But they're related. A lot of them are related with the drug crisis. And alcohol is a small part of it, but drugs is huge. It's gotta, you can't wait for them to want to get fixed because drug addicts never want to get off drugs. They're just... That's the nature of addiction. Just like any other bad crime that hurts society, you got to disincentivize it and punish it somehow and offer a way, a path forward to fix these people. They, the worst thing we can do is just let them stay this way and continue to live like animals in the woods. That is the win, but that's what we're doing, and it ain't working. It's costing us dearly. So, but I like your comments so far, Dan. You seem like a pretty good guy. Thanks, Rich. My kids think so. All right. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate your call. Uh, let's go to Ann in Sumas. Hi, Ann. Hi. I'm very impressed with you, Dan. I'm very impressed with you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Well, yes. You know what gets me? There's key people running for re-election. And I would be embarrassed to run for re-election where in my three years of tenure, I have accomplished nothing. I mean... Uh, the person you're running against, you know, uh, what is better in, in three years? I mean, Nooksack River is still full of silt, you know, and that's about it. Crime is worse. Uh, the police are not being supported. And the same thing with the mayor of Bellingham, which you don't have anything to do with. But, I mean, this guy has accomplished zero, and he's asking for reelection. And I find it so odd that these people— they, they don't have any conscience. They've accomplished nothing, and yet they're asking me to vote for them. Have, but I'm okay. very impressed with you. Do you have and, a question or a, an issue that you okay, want to Okay, well, the thing is Dan? that, uh, yes, I, I, the comment, you have a book, and you have a very, you've got a plan. The homeless people are being recycled. Nothing 
they got to be picked up. They've got to be put in lockdown and got off drugs. And the people that are mental, they have to be the lockdown mental situation permanently because mental people should not be out in the street rotting, you know, rotting okay. somewhere in a tent. All right, Ann. All right. Uh, thoughts on, on the subject there, Dan? Well, Ann, thank you very much for your compliments. It, it means a lot to, to me. Um, as many of you know, I've been running on this platform of PACE, which is around public safety, accountability, cost of living, and, and sensible environmental policy. Uh, what's really important to all of us is that we have a safe place to live. And for those of us who will not or do not respect rule of law, we have to take that as a civilized society very seriously. And I hear what you're, I think what you're hearing, Joe, and, uh, and Anna's commenting on it, I, I think what you're hearing is we've lost the public trust. Uh, as government, we're expecting an exchange. In exchange for our tax dollars, in exchange for our votes, we want to feel safe. We want to feel like we've received something in return and, and a good benefit so that we can have a, a safe life in Whatcom County. And, uh, and I think that you hear that, and of course I hear that around the county as well. All right, quick, uh, let's go to Bill, north of the city, out in the county. Hi, Bill. Well, thank you, Joe. I'm not uh, asking a question of Mr. Purdy. I'm just making my view clear, and Mr. Purdy can comment on it if he wishes. I kind of think that what's going on in this county is, is this city and county is designed to perpetuate the problem of the homeless so that uh, the nonprofit organizations can continue to, to bank on the uh, money of not so, the money that they get for not solving the problem. Um, there is an easy solution and the money has always been there to do it and that is for the homeless to be relocated by, by city ordinance to a designated area, that being the uh, the former, what could be easily be the former Lake Lake Padden Golf Course, set up with rows of restrooms and uh, various types of housing, including um, rental spaces for RVs and the people. In order to you move them into that property, and you and you have a rehab facility set up that will allow them to take advantage of the recreational facilities at that park and and, and available only at that park, um, so that they can get work their way. A program's designed without for, for, to to work without drugs to get them off um, drugs and. Um, and allow them to move into uh, um, RVs to be placed on rental on city uh, park rental property there at that at that facility okay. where they where they have a one week every week they have to take a drug test in order to stay to, once they procure their RV in order to be able to stay in that spot where they are where it's desirable for them to stay. They have to take a drug test and prove that they're sober. Okay. And this is a motivation on their part to to stay in a in better living conditions rather than in the woods. And okay, Bill. Let, would, me, uh, would, let me let me yeah let let me uh, let Dan uh, comment. I mean, uh, and and Bill's called about this location, but just in that in general, what about the the county or the city for that matter, or the or a partnership between the two? 
creating a space like this and providing temporary housing. I guess tiny would be sort of the same thing with, uh, with services on site. Is that something that um, do you think would be viable? Uh, thanks for the question, Bill. And um, I'll comment at a very high level because I would need a legal opinion, uh, obviously, to cite a certain campment or, or things of that nature. Um, I was up in Ferndale recently, and I was talking to the director there of the community services and, um, and her name is Sarah. She's a wonderful person, has a great staff. And she was talking about allowing uh, parking lots to have homeless folk and those living in their cars mm-hmm. to come and, and camp there. And I've heard a lot of opinions about that from uh, various individuals. And as I mentioned earlier, there's always you know pros and cons, and there's a lot of different, I would say, uh, not divisive, but rather uh, individuals who have very passionate opinions either way. But I think we need to go back to what I said earlier, and that is, what problem are we working on? When I worked with my five Fortune 500 companies and we would come up with a, 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 an issue or something that we wanted to solve, we would write a statement of work. We would write a scope. We would say, this is the impact that we want to have at the very end. The question I would pose back to the community is, do you want to perpetuate homelessness? Do you want to have individuals continuing to live unsheltered and without homes and without uh, sanitation? Uh, Would you like these individuals to not get to the next level uh, of their lives? Um, If the answer is yes or no, that's when we start talking about these, you know, these major topics. But until that point, I think we need to define what it is we're trying to solve because I don't believe that we're all trying to solve the right problem. My my whole platform is creating an actionable plan to tackle homelessness. I'm not looking to invite other people into the county who want to be homeless. I'm looking to help those folks and to help them go to the right places so that they can uh, look back on this lived experience and say, I don't want to do that anymore. And I think the Lighthouse Mission does a wonderful job, uh, and their new shelter will be great uh, as people go through that particular area too. All right, uh, we'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We uh, encourage your calls, too. Dan Purdy, our guest, he is running for Whatcom County Executive. We'll be back in a moment, 360-676-5464. Bellingham Cider Company with local craft beers and a locally sourced Pacific Northwest-inspired menu. You might know them for their delicious variety of cider flavors like their spiced pumpkin, caramel apple, and other seasonal flavors. But you'll also be amazed by their menu. Proudly sourcing their fresh food from local farms and businesses. Enjoy their in-house Made ravioli, wahilo braised beef, or delicata squash salad. They're well known for their buttermilk brine chicken and waffles, but you'll also find juicy burgers made from Northwest raised beef. Or how about fresh coho salmon with roasted tomato chutney? You'll be amazed at the variety and selection of flavors from the kitchen. Dietary restrictions? No problem. Their menu provides a host of vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and dairy options. The solar-powered, eco-friendly restaurant is stocked with a full bar, so you can enjoy your dinner and drinks with the best views of Bellingham Bay. Bellingham Cider Company, the place great ciders meet except Exceptional food with breathtaking views everyone can enjoy. Find them at 205 Prospect or at BellinghamCider.com. GMC have done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model... It's absolutely amazing. Yes, I thought that 
GMC have really good competition with the other brands, but what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I am a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them, and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC Cadillac. At Carpet Liquidators, the grand opening celebration of our Lacey location continues with huge savings at every location. Save on a huge inventory of all types of name brand flooring, including luxury vinyl plank and waterproof laminate. Come explore the incredible selection and long-lasting design of Karistan Bellalux waterproof wood in stock and ready for immediate installation. So if you're remodeling, don't forget the flooring. Locally owned and operated with seven Western Washington locations and now open in Lacey. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And Dan Purdy is eager to take your calls and listen to your questions and comments as he runs for Whatcom County Executive. He's our guest on the program today. And Dan, uh, what's your, your take on the, the jail and justice issue that we'll also be voting on here in just a couple of weeks? Is it the, is it the right solution? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on it overall? So overall, I'm in favor of the jail, as are most elected officials and those candidates who are running for office. Um, We're at a very crucial time right now in Whatcom County's history. Uh, We had a dilapidated building. It's had 148 beds, and it really is inhumane for both both the incarcerated persons and then also our corrections staff that are inside. Um, I could go into detail. I'm sure you've talked about it a lot on the program. But um, I was on that last tour on June 30th, just prior to when the inmate broke out into the corridor, uh, broke out from the cell. Uh And what I observed and what others have talked about in the past is that we've got black mold in human contact areas. Uh, We've got uh, elevators that don't always work and puts our officers and our staff in compromised positions. Uh, We've got tiny nooks and crannies for our medical staff uh, who are treating inmates for various, you know, ailments and and, uh, treatments. Uh, they're having a difficult time. And then, of course, our staff is at risk, as well as the overcrowding and so on. So I'm in favor of this solution. It is not perfect. And I think that everybody who's reasonable would agree it's not perfect. But what it will do is it'll give us a, a wide open space so that we can have a 400 to 750 bed facility that will help uh, provide the medical and behavioral services to those in need It'll provide the treatment services. Services. It gives line of sight to the uh, incarcerated people by the corrections staff and puts them in, in you know, better position. Uh, it also will have more natural air, natural light. Uh, you know, our corrections staff, they are incarcerated with these other folks. And the average age of a corrections bureau officer, I heard, is 57 years, Joe. 
All right. Uh, well, uh, in, in along the, the lines that we've been talking about, we've talked a lot about uh, homelessness, but housing, affordable housing is, is a huge issue. Is the, are there things, you know, what can the county do to help, help make housing more affordable and, uh, and uh, not necessarily in the area of homelessness, but just in housing in general? People are, uh, you know, people are struggling to own a home or even pay for rentals. We spent a lot of time talking about the 1,059 homeless folk and then maybe 2,500 more who are homeless in our county couch surfing or they're uh, unsheltered. What we're, what we're not often talking about is the 230,000 other people that you know, are paying taxes, they're consuming services, and so on. And you know, like you, Joe, I, I've got a family, and I'm, I'm absolutely challenged by the latest assessment that came through. Uh, the letters are out, and my property taxes went up uh, a significant amount. Not as much as others that I've met and talked with, but um, it's still a challenge. So from a county perspective, on that 100-day plan, the very first thing that I'd like to do is review that Whatcom County permitting process. We need to better staff that department, and that's exactly the job of the county executive. Also, we need to talk through uh, streamlining that process. We need to reevaluate our zoning laws, our land use laws and open up those urban growth management areas to mixed-use housing and such. Is there, uh, it, it, is there a role for government to play in you know, mandating a certain amount of uh, affordable homes? And I, I guess what that, you know, that's a, kind of an elusive definition, too. Uh, but uh, affordable homes, say, within uh, developments that are proposed— in, in the county. Is that something that, um, that at least deserves to be looked at? There's always ways that government can be involved. Um, my personal position is that when we do reduce restrictions on developers, when we take away some of the, res- the regulation and we, we relax some of those laws, uh, it makes it very easy for them to see an incentive to want to build and to create more housing because we do have a, a supply-demand imbalance right now. All right. Uh, We'll take another quick break and we'll take your calls as well. Dan Purdy is our guest and uh, we'll get to more of your, your, uh, I guess, six point initial plan and and the rest of your platform. Other reasons that you're running for Whatcom County Executive in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. Our phone number is always 360-676-5464. Are you looking for a pizza experience like no other? Look no further than All Time Pizza. All Time Pizza with 21 different fresh pizzas to choose from with a grand variety of fresh toppings. Craving a pizza adventure? Try their buffalo chicken pizza, Indian pizza, or Linden Lion pizza. You'll be surprised at the flavors and freshness. They're fantastic all-you-can buffet provides you with an opportunity to taste and try many different types to find your favorite. Plus, the buffet includes a salad bar with all your favorite fixings. All Time Pizza has just opened their bar with seven taps, international bottled beers, huge selection of cocktails and virgin cocktails as well. Enjoy a whiskey sour or gin martini while ordering off their new Indo-Chinese menu with delicious roasted tandoori bites, fish fingers, or a must-try is their Chicken 65, just to name a few. Plus, All Time Pizza has catering options for your special occasion Yes, all this. All-time pizza has it all in Linden. All fresh ingredients all the time. Find them in Linden's Bender Plaza just north of the ball field and at alltimepizza.com. 
Bullying. It's a real problem. Studies show nationwide over 20% of students experience bullying on a daily basis at school or on social media. Don't be a bystander. Become an upstander, someone who takes action. It only takes one person to make a big difference. When bystanders become upstanders, it not only helps the targets of bullying, it also shows other bystanders how to take action to prevent or address bullying. A great place to start is the website stopbullying.gov, where you can learn how to recognize bullying and how to stop it. Join Cascade Radio Group and Dewey Griffin Subaru in the fight against bullying. Become an upstander. Take action to prevent bullying. Thinking about a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin Subaru and check out the new 2024s. From the Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek. A Subaru from Dewey will get you and your family where you need to go. Safely. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in the area. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866 733 5111. The biggest shopping event of the year is happening at DeWard and Bodie on November 2nd. And if you're listening, you're invited. Celebrate the fourth annual Black Friday Early Access Shopping Event Thursday, November 2nd at DeWard and Bodie's Meridian Showroom. Enjoy gourmet food from professional chefs, craft beer and wine, enter to win incredible prize giveaways, and get exclusive early access to Black Friday deals. Reserve your free tickets right now on DeWard and Bodie's website or Facebook page. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Dan Purdy, our guest here on the program, he's running for Whatcom County Executive. And uh, John and Everson is on the line. Hi, John. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I want to ask Dan a question. What is the biggest cause of homelessness in their county? Well, this issue has been studied, and so these are not my words necessarily, but uh, we understand that it comes from poverty, affordable housing, uh, job loss, substance abuse issues. Uh, There are people who are down on their luck or they've been priced out of their market. Um, It could be any number of things, John. What do you see from your perspective? Well, I I grew up. I'm in I'm in my 80s now. I grew up in the in the old world, and um, you know, we didn't have old homelessness back in those days. I don't remember. Maybe uh, there was a few people that stayed at the Lighthouse Mission and so forth, but nothing like it is today. But uh, I just, uh, what are these people thinking or doing or whatever? I mean. You see, I mean, I've never seen anything like this in my life, and I just don't get it. I I understand that there's a lot of people who just, you know, don't want to work or don't want to do this or do that. But homelessness, I can't imagine living out on the street or in the woods or anything in a car. I just don't. And I didn't grow up as a silver spoon. I I we had. I was one of eight kids. We didn't have a whole bunch. Of of anything, and you know, we we had one car maybe, and I just I just 
don't get it at all. But you know, I don't. You know, I think it all boils back to this drug stuff. That you know, it just never quits. It never gets any better. It gets worse. But okay. these people, I just don't understand. All right, thanks, John. Uh, any 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 more thoughts on that, Dan? I'm just thinking that, John, over your 81 years, you must have seen so many changes in the United States. And um, I don't know if you served in the military or not, but if you did, thank you for your service. And and thank you for the call. It's just so nice to hear from our senior citizens and our elders uh, that we can can learn from them and and hear what concerns them the most. I was in a senior center this week, uh, Joe, and I got to talk to many people who are over a particular age. Um, and I'll tell you, they've got so many stories. And uh, I, I continue to just sit in awe of how much has changed uh, from television and technology uh, over to um, now virtual reality. And yeah. I mean, just imagine what they've gone through and what they've seen in their lifetime. All right. Uh, let's go to Kay in Bellingham. Hi, Kay. You're on with Dan Purdy. Hello, Joe. Hello, Mr. Purdy. Um, yes, it was over a year ago I heard about a big jail that was built completely that was quite lavish, but it was unoccupied. I don't know where that was, but I was wondering if we could figure out where it is. Maybe we could rent it, buy it, lease it, use it. Have you heard of that, Dan? I recall, and this is Joe, but there there was yeah that was that in central washington uh and i forget the exact story i'll have to look that up Kay. but i i that that's that's ringing a bell with me that there was a jail or the the some a facility that was built in another county um but uh dan did uh, uh, any thoughts on that or have you does you know joe um I think I would have to follow you on that research. However, I am aware that our sheriffs, uh, because of their overcrowding in our Whatcom County Jail, they're having to sometimes drive down to uh, the SeaTac area and place people that you know no longer belong in society because of, of heinous crimes. Um, they're having to drive that far. So if you can imagine, that would be maybe a three, three-and-a-half-hour round trip. And imagine the cost to you, the taxpayer, for fuel and vehicle wear and tear and their time and also the unintended consequence of Whatcom County sheriffs having to be out of their own jurisdiction. That's another reason why we have to promote this jail, and we need to get this passed on the ballot on November 7. And that's up to you, folks. All right, Kay. Thanks for your thanks, call. Thank you. And thanks, I, Kay. I guess Goodbye. we. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And, and I, uh, any, I, like you say, um, and people in the jail here locally would face uh, many of them. Uh, Some, I suppose, are sentenced to a term in the jail, but others are still in the process of, uh, of, you know, have, you know, facing the the courts and, and uh, answering to the charges against them. So they would need to be in court and to have them miles and miles away. And that transportation, that uh, creates all kinds of uh, just um, logistic difficulties. Yeah, and along those lines, on September 1st, our uh, judicial branch has released some new rules, and I think that if we were to follow those rules, we'll find that our caseload backlog uh, could be quickly reduced or, or you know, more efficient, which has been a problem over the last uh, term of the county executive's office. All right. Um, 
Well, what what other issues are on your? You, when we started, you had uh, our first caller asked what you would do first as a county executive, were you to be elected, and what are some of the other? We've talked about homelessness, some somewhat about uh, of uh, you know curbing criminal activity. Uh, we've talked a lot about that, and uh, and what what are some of the other issues that you direct uh, your attention to? Well, your listeners have almost solved all of our problems. I, <laughs> I'm very thankful for their calls. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm concerned about is the uh, the lack of an emergency response fund. Um, we have known for decades that Sumas, Nooksack, Everson will flood, and it's because we have poor river management. It's because we're not paying enough attention, and we're waiting for these things to continue to happen to us. And so, uh, this is a this is a complex problem, and I think it needs a, a much needed review and direction. Uh, what I'm talking about specifically, Joe, is you know that our law enforcement is is already reduced in many of the small cities. Uh, we're not able to recruit because of the um, just the stigma against law enforcement officers at this point uh, after several events of the last few years. And so recruiting has been a challenge. But then when you think about it, what would happen with all of the level of crime that we have today and then we have the big one, whether it's uh, Boulder Creek f- uh, fault up near Kendall or uh, perhaps it's some type of emergency, natural disaster, and then the lights go out. What happens then? We don't have a plan as a county to, to knit together a, a very complex, I would say, network of individuals who are able to provide heavy equipment, uh, who are able to provide additional support. We're not drilling or, or training individuals in terms of preparedness. And so establishing that fund is something that I plan to do in the first 100 days in order to get us the right equipment, to write contracts with those companies that already have laid down yards and the yellow iron, the heavy equipment that would be necessary so that we don't have what we had in November of 2021 that, that Anne from Sumas probably have ex- has experienced there. Uh, I was probably sandbagging right next to her. Um, but we have those challenges planned out and prepared ahead of time. They're well-funded. And when those lights go out, we know that in the first hour and a half, we are protecting human life, we are preserving property, and we think that it will be about a three-day event that we need to be able to clothe, feed, and shelter people. All right. Uh, let's move on to Randy in Bellingham. He's got some thoughts for Dan Purdy. Hi, Randy. Oh, hi, Dan. I just had a quick question. I was just wondering if you could define the job of county executive for us. Otherwise, what departments you oversee, um, how much influence you have on these departments. Otherwise, say with the county road department, for example, if you can go in and say, this is what I want you to do, and then they'll do it or whether it's more a thing where you could be overruled. Otherwise, how much power do you have? So just basically define the job for us. Yeah, that's that's a great question, Randy. What is the job description and what's this guy applying to, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the Whatcom County Charter defines in Article 3 that this is the job of the Whatcom County Executive. He or she is the CEO of the county. So at a very high level, that's what it, we do. Uh, in answer to the uh, other part of your question, uh, there's roughly 14 to 20 departments that you know the individual will oversee. Uh, that includes the assessor's office. It includes the administrative offices, um, prosecuting attorney, the sheriff's office, 
It includes uh, public works and parks and rec and, and a host of others that I won't bore Joe with right now. <laughs> but what's interesting about the job is that, and this is the beauty of government, right? We have a series of checks and balances. So whereas the executive, the chief executive officer, has the ultimate authority over the executive branch of our government, I will be limited by the legislative branch of government, which is our Whatcom County Council. And they're the ones that will obviously be able to spend money, make rules, laws, and so on. The county executive is only actually able to spend up to $40,000 before I have to go to the county council and say, hey, this is a program that the citizens want to pay for. It's going to be effective. It's going to get to the end result, and this is what I need that money for. And then I make the case and advocate on your behalf, Whatcom County, uh, to have the legislature release those funds. All right. Thanks for your call, Randy. And uh, we have a few minutes yet, yet with uh, Dan Purdy. If you've got a question or a comment for Dan as he runs for Whatcom County Executive, um, what about jobs here in Whatcom County? And I know the the county council is uh, looking at it. they're they're micro focusing on a um, a one specific uh, proposal by a Canadian company to. Uh, build a uh, or in, in, install uh, a metal shredder of sorts uh, west of Bellingham, and uh, that's caused some concern among neighbors of that and and other other members of the community. Um, what are your thoughts on? I mean, is it right for the county to focus on one specific proposal like that, or should you know? What are your thoughts on on job development, uh, in bringing industry in, and and where we are in that area? Joe, this is why we need a change of leadership. I believe that Whatcom County is the gateway to America. I believe we're the starting line of the I-5. San Diego can have the finish line. (laughs) But I feel like we need to be the best in class for what we can do with our industries. We've got wonderful businesses here that oftentimes can't perform work here because of restrictive regulations or otherwise. And so they go out of county, they go out of state. But I feel that we need a, a... a complete reset and a redefine and a, re- a realignment of what it is that we want to be. And this is why I keep talking about strategic planning, because another role of the um, county executive, Randy, is that we also have to continually improve our strategic plan. And I feel like we've lost our way. I would like to see industry and the citizens and, and the, the various uh, the tribes. I want us to include Point Roberts and Lummi Island and a lot of our underrepresented folks in the North County. I want to bring them all together with farmers, with all of these different interests, and talk about what we want to do. We only have 100,000 acres of agriculture, and 29,000 acres of those are are berries, and we already export 80 to 90% of the frozen raspberries in the United States. So what else do we want to be in addition to a, a wonderful ag society, a wonderful ag environment? Uh, we have the Cherry Point in those industries out there, which is not just you know one or two refineries. It's also all of the other complementary industries that go there. How do we bring more, more uh, family wage jobs to the county? Uh, those are the things that I know the Chamber of Commerce is working on very heavily. Uh, also the Wacom Business Alliance and, and a host of others uh, and other organizations that we don't have time to name. But it's a, it's a comprehensive plan, and I want to lead us through that discussion so that we absolutely are doing our very best to be best in class in Whatcom County. All right. Well, Dan, we're out of time, but we appreciate your time and coming in, speaking frankly and, and 
helping us to get to know you as uh, we're going to fill out our ballots, many this weekend. Thank you, Joe, so much. Uh, To learn more about me, we can go to danpurdy.com. That's danpurdy, P-U-R-D-Y.com. And I would humbly ask for your votes on or before November 7. All right. And once again, no connection to Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. And I hope you all have a great weekend. And we'll be back Monday, 4 o'clock here on KG Mike and A.